Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a psych rewatch podcast. I am your host, Riggs, along with my additional hosts, George and JP. What is up, boys? What's up, whappers? Whappers, right? That's what we landed on? Yep. Whappers. Whappers. Yep. I feel like it's been a long time since we uh, have addressed the whappers. So, uh, I address what's them up the in the episode? town? But yeah, but, <laughs> but we haven't called them by their name. No, that's true. Of the great yeah, uh, <laughs> guy who directed that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i can't remember the name of that movie uh, and we do know all your names stephanie luca Courtney, luca guadagnino bam pulled it bam <laughs> michael all of our whappers all yeah. the whappers yes please uh, sven sven classic sven jeff bezos Howard. as we discovered last jeff, Be- week. jeff bezos jeffrey bezos yeah um, all of everyone everyone jay breezy as we've been calling him the breeze <laughs> Hopefully he writes in from the moon. He said he was going there, but I hope I he think, continues to listen. I think we should check in with him frequently. <laughs> I just want to, if I can just take a moment, I just want to address, because our audience is asking about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I wash. Yes, I use soap. <laughs> yes, I've cleaned my quote unquote undercarriage. It doesn't smell and it does and it never has smelled. <laughs> and no matter what comments people leave mm-hmm. in our reviews, we I, I, we all smell. I, I checked everyone before we started recording, and we all smell great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, does it smell? We, yes, it smells like like linens. Got him. Got him. Um, things are not going so great on the neo front. Unfortunately, <laughs> he is now filled with doubt, and um, he doesn't the think we're the one anymore. So oh, no, he's backtracking. Yeah, on we're that. gonna have to. Was it because there were three of us? Yeah, yeah, he said something about the twins and then plus an architect. I don't know. Oh, man, that architect. Additional twins. It got very convoluted, and there were a lot of storylines that never went anywhere, but, um, you know. You think the one would know, though? Like, he wouldn't have to backtrack, which makes me question him. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm not so sure Neo is the one. Neo, why don't you come on the show and talk about this? Yeah. Well, we'll see if he writes back. And honestly, maybe just me, but this matrix isn't all cr- what it's cracked up to be. I've been living in here for a few weeks now. All they eat is pills. That's all they um, eat. It's gross. It's Riggs, I gotta say, your your house your house is looking gorgeous. I can't believe how much work you've done ever since you bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just so looks much. it's amazing. I, I, I listeners, I wish you could see this. Uh, we done. Oh, oh no! Wait, back. he's his oh, eyes no. are moving now. His yeah, eyes wait, are moving. Is, I'm back. Is, yeah, is, my is, internet is, can't. Oh, it's definitely oh, not it was him. Just, it, was a long, it was a long joke. He just pretended he was frozen. My yeah. internet connection is unstable, and I assume that's part of my housing situation. And they're coming, mm. you know, they're hacking the pain frame. Okay, man. Tell us something that only the real Regs would know. <laughs> Seriously. Um <laughs> oh god, what would only I know? Um, well, I know that I can definitely do a New York accent and that other accent you guys did last time. Right. It's him. I was wrong. <laughs> That's Riggs. That's Riggs who does a very good old man accent. I do. Cross famously. It. A famously great old man accent. We're here for season two, episode 11. Getting close. We're going at a funeral there. Is that, that true? Was really... yeah. Did I say it? Did I, not, did I not sell it well? We're going, 
We're going to. We're here today to celebrate Psych <laughs> Season 2. Season 2, Episode 11. There's hey, something about Mira. I can scarcely believe it, folks. Mm-hmm. Almost at the end of the season. It's crazy to think that we're almost at the end of Season 2. It feels like yesterday we were at the end of Season 1. But alas, here we are. The 11th episode. Mm. There's something about Mira. Mm. Mm. I wonder what that could be a reference to. Mm. I guess I we'll never it. know. I don't mm. know. I have no idea. Listeners, hashtag, um, hashtag, there's something about Mary Mira. <laughs> hashtag Perfect. hair gel. If you, the- if you can tell us what this <laughs> reference is that we don't get. <laughs> Maybe Ben Stiller listens. Hashtag Ben Stiller. <laughs> yep. Okay. So everyone, Every listener, please hashtag Ben Stiller. <laughs> Don't at Ben Stiller. Hashtag Ben hashtag Stiller. Hashtag Ben Stiller. Yeah. Right. And 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 not with For any purposeful everything. message. Yeah. Just just anything you're tweeting. Uh, the day you hear this, just hashtag Ben Stiller. Every tweet that you post, just just put it on there. Let's get the people talking. Happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah, people, they, people aren't talking about Ben Stiller right now, and no. they should be. And so we're just to. we're raising out. awareness of there's something about Mira, which is. Season two, episode mm, 11. 11. That's 11. what I said. That's right. Yeah. Yep. You said 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, mm-hmm. one. All right. We uh, we begin in the flashback in 1987. Because George, George R. R. Martin <laughs> named the giant after his favorite. Oh, wait. Wait. Let me ruin this for you. His favorite football team is the Giants. And he made it 1-1 after whatever the fucking player is. That was number oh, 11. It was Sims, and it was right? just. It was. Ah. Oh. God, That's why right. did we why did we eat his bull? That reference blew past me, but I did read 20 it. years. Why? Yeah. Wow. It is bullshit. No, yeah, the giant. No, it's it's, it's one one. It, yeah. you know, I, it's I mean, some people some people waste their time reading interviews with him and, and reading staying uh, up on the A Song of Ice and Fire Reddit uh, mm-hmm. subreddit. Like like some people do that. Not me, but like, yeah, it's, it's mm. like, you know, it's those like people, that. though. Tidbits like that, they leak through. One, one, seriously, George. Anyway, seriously, George. Watch it. We won't find that kind of. We won't take that kind of bullshit. We don't. We don't see that kind of bullshit here because it's not episode one, one. It is episode eleven. So I just it, realized that you were saying seriously, George, to George R. R. Martin, and not me. And I was like, why is JP yelling at me? <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. I wasn't yelling at you. Well, it kind of got like goddamn germ. I don't think I can handle it. I'm very, very sensitive, folks. You're very fragile. And I'm very mean, and I'm sorry. That was yeah. really mean. JP shifting into the bad boy of the podcast. Watch out, everybody. There's the flashback, 1987. A young Sean and Gus are dining out at a fancy restaurant with Henry. Sean is watching a couple at another table uh, when the man puts something into the woman's glass. Sean thinks it's poison, but it turns out to be a ring. Henry tells them they just witnessed one of the best things in life. Sean catches the guy checking out another woman and quickly surmises that the marriage is not going to last. Present day, Sean and Gus are being followed by the worst PI ever. They confront their stalker name. Wait for it. Mace Roden. Great name. Great name. Great name alert. The random, the the, the random name generator really, (laughs) really like he lucked out this time. He he had a natural 20 on this one. Uh, Mace Roden was hired by Gus's wife. Shocker. Gus admits to a shock, Sean, that he met Mira when he was in Mexico on spring break in 1997. He got married on a drunken binge. 
Sean insists on coming with Gus to meet her, and Gus agrees, making Sean promise not to let him get sucked back into Hurricane Mira, quote-unquote. At the police station, Lassiter finds out that Juliet scored higher than him on the detective's exam. She never told him because she knows he hates to lose. He claims he's fine with it. We move on to Sean and Gus meeting Mira at her family's winery. Gus immediately falls back under her spell. She tells them she's getting married to a man named Jan. 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 George. I'm not going to call him that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I have his name in here so many times. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with Jan then moving forward. She tells them she's getting married to a man named Jan. Turns out she needs Gus to sign annulment documents before she gets married. She invites them to the wedding, but when they show up, Jan is missing. Mirror Jan. Classic Brady Bunch gif. Uh, Mira is devastated, but her father is not surprised. Gus, Gus offers to help Mira. Back at the police station, Lasseter proposes a challenge to Juliet. Juliet is working a case on a missing refrigeration truck. Whoever finds the truck first is the better detective. She accepts. At the winery, Sean sees a prescription bottle for clozapine in Mira's purse. Gus wants to be alone with Mira and insists Sean goes to talk with Mira's parents. Sean and Mrs. Gaffney go to the Gaffney's private wine cellar where Sean learns that they never met Jan. Wow. Gaffney. JP, after I just talked about Miss Gaffney. (laughs) Kind of Gaffney. Right? That was was with you, right? That I talked about Miss Gaffney? Yep. Yeah. I was like... That would be horribly embarrassing if that was with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. Was wild. What a weird coincidence that that was the name of the character here. When um, it's almost like that was the name of my teacher. math teacher. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's almost like I'm actually the psychic, and I believe in psychic powers now. Mm-hmm. That's true. You when you said before just one episode Wait. ago. Did you guys not believe in psychic powers? <laughs> I thought that the whole point of this podcast was that. We were going to explore the ins and outs of the reality of psychic powers in our world. Yeah, and you you brought me around to that, and now I believe in psychics, including myself. Well, I didn't know that, and George, uh, I'm glad that you've had this change of heart and apparently change of mind and And spirit. That's awesome. So, uh, hey, Reeds, get on board, baby. I, of course, don't believe in psychics. It's very much against um, uh, my religion, you know, so... Which is, I don't want to get into it. And I, like I've said before that like the only hard stances I'll take are on religion and um, politics and science. So those are the only things I'll take really hard stances on. Reese is a classic follower of no psychicism. (laughs) That's right. No psychicism. We still worship um, um, the God, uh, one of the gods, one of the, one of them that are out there. One of those 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 guys, you know, them. Um, I don't know if psychic exists, though, in honesty. I don't know. I've always thought about so. it. You don't, don't think, think so? so? No. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll save that for another discussion. Where where was I? Uh, they don't yeah, where were you? Okay, we're yeah. talking about the psychics. We're talking about the psychics. Psychics. Um, oh, Sean learns um, they never met Jan. Mr. Gaffney then arrives, and Sean realizes that they will be moving their valuable wine collection to a new winery in Napa. Back at the psych office, Sean tells Gus that he thinks Mira made up Jan, referencing the pills he saw. 
at the police station before Sean tells everyone Jan doesn't exist, Jan shows up looking for Mira. Sean knows there's something weird going on and goes to Jan's hotel to further investigate. Mira is there alone and Sean confronts her on the photos he knows are fake. She confesses that she only recently met Jan but felt the need to embellish after her marriage to Gus. Sean and Gus find Jan at the golf course where he's having an argument with one Mace Roden. Wait, that's the private eye. That's the P.I. <laughs> the terrible P.I. too. Really bad. And it's revealed. It's almost, it's almost like maybe, maybe, maybe he's not a private eye. Maybe he's a public eye. Oh my God. Is that a thing? I mean, he's not good at the private part. But then he's also not good at the investigation part. Wow. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Pick a lane, buddy. Mace. Um, Lassiter and Julia take turns interrogating an informant on the refrigeration truck. Buzz tells them that Chief Vic needs them for an important case, and they run out to meet Sean and Gus at Jan's hotel, only to find him murdered in his room. Sean suspects Mace Rodent is responsible and wants to talk to pol- the police while Gus wants to comfort Mira. Gus gets there, and he and Mira discover signs of a break-in at the winery. Someone is trying to steal the wine collection, and that someone pulls a gun on them. At the police station, Sean is about to tell the cops about his theory on the murder when McNabb comes in with fingerprint results off the gold lighter that was left at the scene of the refrigeration truck robbery. They belong to a man with several aliases, one being Mace Roden. What? what? Wow! Did Sean, not that's the guy. That's the that's the guy. You can't you can't Wait, forget a name like that. Mace, that's the private eye, the public what? eye. What? <laughs> With a name like that, I feel like I would have remembered him. It's um, him. No, I don't think so. This, <laughs> is, third, knows so many this is a third person. Please, JP, I'm telling you, it's just no. him and Windu. Those are the only okay. maces. Believe us. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. All right. All right. You know what? I didn't mean to upset you, George. I believe you. I believe you. All right. So this is this is is the the Mace Windu from before. Okay. Now the tears are short circuiting the mic. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Short circuit. That's a racist movie. (laughs) Sure is. I don't know. I don't see it. I didn't see the movie. Yet another reference. That, I, that old Reeks is uh, can't expound on. Yeah, imagine famous character actor Fisher Stevens, mm-hmm. who is very much not of any sort of Middle East, Middle Eastern, Indian, anything non-European or American. Uh, but uh, imagine him in brownface playing an Indian character who is. Oh no, uh, that's terrible. That sounds awful. That's not ideal. <laughs> that's. It's a very good movie. <laughs> People do love it. They, I haven't seen the, it. I haven't seen the, it. The robot. The robot comes to life. The robot. I do love a robot. Yeah, and he's really good. Johnny Five. He's alive. Johnny and that Five. rhymes. Yeah. Hashtag Johnny Five is alive. He even talks. He's got a fun voice. I like. The yeah, he does. Voice. He does. It's entertaining. Yeah, C- kept me watching because otherwise it was kind of a snooze. And that was probably my favorite part of this episode. <laughs> The Johnny Five part? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, that's right. That was a deleted scene. Um, <laughs> With the pineapple. It was really fucked up, too. He swore a lot. <laughs> but the uh, McNabb comes in with the fingerprint results of the gold lighter that was left at the scene of the refrigeration truck robbery. 
they belong. Oh, we got, we went this. It belongs to Mace Windu, uh, Mace Roden. <laughs> John remembers that Mace had a gold lighter and confirms the stolen truck was yellow. Gus is in danger, and as they race to the winery, Sean tells Lasseter and Juliet that he was right about Jan not existing. He's a con man working with Rodin, who was pulling a long con on Mira. They needed a way to get the whole family out of the winery so they could steal the expensive wines and needed refrigeration truck to transport it. Jan really fell for Mira out and backed out on the deal, though. I'm sorry, who? Oh, Jan. Jan fell for Mira, backed out of the deal, and screwed over Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. Um, when they arrive at the winery, they find Mace already unconscious on the floor and Gus and Mira safe. Sean gives an elaborate explanation of how Gus saved the day, impressing both the cops and the Gaffneys. In reality, Mace's lighter set the sprinklers off and he slipped and knocked himself out. Gus then accidentally knocked Mira over on his way to escape, so she doesn't remember any of it. Huh. And? They arrest Mr. Mace... And Santa Barbara is safe for another week. It wow. sure as fuck is. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm gonna start. Wow. Carrie fucking Washington. Yeah. She's okay. Very good. This Great. is it is insane. It is insane. It happened early enough in her career that she was willing to do this episode. Carrie Washington is Mira. It's insane watching Carrie Washington in this show doing this thing. And I've also got to say, she acts her heart out. She's mm-hmm. not very good, but she acts her heart out. She gives a line that has sticks with me throughout, you know, well, I mean, not even thinking about sight. Like I can think about this particular line. And it's when she's in the flashback with Gus in the college in Mexico. And she says, let's try Goldschlager. <laughs> let's try Goldschlager. That just always <laughs> hits the ear really weird. <laughs> It sounds like how an alien would say it. All right. You know? All right. I, She's just I, so I, interested in new experiences. Let's try okay, that's, that's the first part. That's the first part. <laughs> I will say the second part. Um, I, I am of the generation when Goldschlager first came out. And the rumor was that because it had gold flecks in it, the gold, gold flecks would cut your throat on the way down and you'd absorb the alcohol faster. Oh. So Goldschlager was, in fact, to that generation. And it was it was that 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 experience in the same way where you've had absinthe and you're like, oh, man, I'm going to get I'm going to get so messed up and hallucinate. And I'm going to write the downward spiral. And and that's just not the way that absinthe works anymore. But it's a really fun adventure to think Mm -hmm. that you're drinking absinthe and you're going to hallucinate. And that's that's what Goldschlager was in about 1998. Thereabouts. So. As they're flashing back, and I think this was 1994, but I still think, yeah, let's try Goldschlager is absolutely, oh, my God, I'm just justifying a bullshit thing that I believed when I was uh, 18 years old. <laughs> well, they did have that as I want to take the pee break actually real quick right now, because they the one of the deleted scenes was the actress that Carrie Washington replaced drinking the Goldschlager in that scene. And it was one of those bottles where it had the gold flakes and it like caught mm-hmm. up her throat real bad. And she like bled wow. out there on the on camera, which was it was crazy. That's if you wild. see that scene. You guys. Yeah, they that's... filmed it. They filmed it. Yeah, I they filmed, they filmed the whole it. Thing. I was too and, like, scared to watch it. <laughs> you know, it's just really that's gross. why Carrie Washington was. On that's there? why Carrie Washington mm-hmm. jumped in the role, because the original oh actress like, yeah, bled to death. Yeah, Dana Plato. I didn't realize. Yeah. 
And that's why if you look in a mirror and say bloody Goldschlager three times, um, that actress will actually appear and kill you. You won't recognize Dana, Dana her. Plato, who you know, you will recognize her if you ever watched Different Strokes or played the video game Night Trap. But uh, okay. Dana Plato, wow, yeah. I, I knew she had died. I didn't realize how. That's crazy. Very sad. But it's a really good it's episode. And Kerry Washington yeah, does a great. Job. Great. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. But yes, um, good episode though. Good episode. I agree. There's another. Was it? I'm going to say it, folks. Oh, I like Kerry Washington. I think Kerry Washington was very good. I think the episode itself was not that good. Interesting. 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 It's such a Gus heavy episode. I really thought you'd like this one, George. This one that does not really do it for me, folks. Um, I don't know. There, you know, I think that there are some funny moments, but mostly the A plot the whole time. I am just like, who? gives a shit mm-hmm. like like the, the this dude's gonna fucking steal the like fancy wines and i'm like i don't fucking care about this they're like staging a fake rich person wedding yeah <laughs> oh no and and oh no the rich person's gonna get robbed yeah you know there wasn't a lot in my heart that was like oh i'm so sad for them that's right. gonna devastate them but they kind of sucked too. Like the parents yeah, sucked. They were really rude. No, 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 no. The father sucked, but the mother yeah. also sucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, well I did. I did think the it, that was a funny scene when she's like hitting on him in the in the in the cellar, and he's yeah. just like trying to get some some clues there. As soon um, as the episode started, and I was like, "Oh, it's the Mira episode," and Claire's like, "Oh my god, the horny mom is so good in this episode." Like well, it, I didn't remember the horny mom, but yeah. she, yep, she is the horny mom. She certainly is, and I think that is one of the highlights of this. I do also, I think I like the Lassie Juliet competition more than the A plot in this. Same, George. I, I, oh, go ahead, Reeks. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I know I would. I was gonna say I really like that that B plot too, but I also really like how it meshes in. I think they do that really well, is where it kind of comes together. The two uh, the two stories kind of merge, which was nice to me. But yeah, the Lassie and Jules stuff has been pretty good recently. Huge, so, huge laugh from me when yeah. he drinks the hot coffee. It <laughs> was very good. It was very good. Burns his mouth. Um, Juliet is really trying to be the adult in the whole thing, and I think that that's a really good storyline for her too. Like, especially because in the last episode, she was like the weirdo comic relief and Mm -hmm. and now they're back to being like no juliet is like absolutely this person who has done this on her own and like 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 she's strong and she's she doesn't need to be the partner she like like she doesn't he's the lead detective she should also be the lead detective she's great i hate but my favorite part about that storyline is that sean took the test in high school at 15 yeah and and got a perfect score and it just it it rubs them the wrong way so bad and i love that moment i do like that i do think that um juliet being like that she went into this being like i know what lassie is like so and it's not so important to me to be number one that i'm just gonna let this go under the bridge and it's only through his own needling that he brings this upon himself. Right. Um, and I do think that uh, it's insane for him to check the scores every three months. 
Yep. Well, it's kind of true to his character, though, who has oh, been sure, established sure. as pretty insane. So I, I, I wouldn't put that past Lassie, even though it is an insane act. But yes, um, I don't know. But ultimately, this um, this just didn't didn't do a ton for me besides the performance. And you know, it is interesting to me. Sorry, I I I don't want to you know take over this whole episode. But and so I'll let you get to it, Reese. But I did just want to say, no, that I fine. think that. Uh, these these characters, you know, because Carrie Washington is such a force in uh-huh. this episode that if when you only have a scene here or there to get to know the other characters, um, it kind of forces them to be a little more one note, a little more caricaturized. Mm-hmm. You know, she becomes the horny mom instead of the character right you know um and uh, i just thought that that was something that um stood out to me a lot in this where it was the grumpy dad and the horny the horny mom and the husband who like fucking jan like that guy is a blank slate in my fucking like he's just a question mark when i picture him right now you ever he look has at a shaving some, cut there, there's That's some characters on this show that you just look at them and like oh there's no way he's in anything else ever <laughs> There's no, I he just, I, I, he, I thought he was pretty bad in this. Yeah, uh, he was bad. Yeah, Jan, Jan, Jan. The most interesting thing about him was his Jan Brady. Yeah, I agree. Though I'm kind of, I, I was more, you know, I, I always view things through like a psych episode through rose-colored lenses. I think, and I got to be more real on it. I did kind of like this episode, but it is, it does have problems with it. Um, but we can I'll break that more down in the in the rankings. Um, but yeah, it's it's it coming off the heels of the last episode too, which again we do that a lot, where one episode is going to be seen as not as great as the other one. Um, but I don't know. We should. I I, I I'm I'm going to just jump in and like respectfully disagree. I think this is a good episode, and I think that um, I, I I was really excited when this was the episode. When it was when I, I I was very excited. It's that Carrie Washington episode. Mm-hmm. I wish they'd brought her back. I yeah. wish they had done more with that character. Um, but I, I, there's just a bunch of fun moments in it. I agree that it's yeah. not well. It, it doesn't weave together the way that some of their best episodes do, especially after the last one. Um, and 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 your criticisms are all valid, but there are still some things in this episode that like really elevate it for me. I can see that. And I think it's still a good episode. I just think it has, you know, like the, the couple things where I, the, the crime is just boring. It could have been so oh, much yeah. better considering Absolutely. Like, what they were working with. But yeah, I'll digress for now. We should get to since we are we are long on time today, boys. All right. Look, I'm going to jump in. Gus Gush. Oh, OK. We're going to Gus Gush. Yeah. Or we can. Yeah, let's Gus. Let's let's Gush Gush real quick. And I got mine. It's It's a quick one. It's when you see Gus in the first moment in the flashback and he's just dancing in his sweater vest and his um his 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 college hair. I love it. It's just very funny to me. I forgot what song is playing, but you just see him and he's just happy and drunk. It's great. Great Gus. He doesn't even have to say anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in because that was also my like that that entire like all of the opening scene of or that scene of him with her when they were in college. And and George, I gotta say, it is the and I'm sorry, Reeves, I gotta say, it was you who took issue with it. The let's try Goldschlager is so funny to me. It's very I, funny. I, it is awkwardly phrased. It's a weird thing to say, 
it also like as as we discussed, like it doesn't really seem like this is a person who hasn't tried Goldschlager. <laughs> but it, that 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 entire scene, they both do such a great job, and it's just one of my favorite Gus moments. Yeah, it's unanimous. I I think wow. that's uh, the clear winner of this app. Wow, unanimous Gus well, Gosh. All right, we don't have that very often these days. But we all do right. not. Now, I'm going to ask you guys: Did you spot a pineapple? Reeves, no, okay, George. There you go. That's right. That's right. There are Fuck. multiple, multiple pineapples God. in this episode. I did spot. I Damn it. spot. I forgot one. that we we're also supposed to be talking. I held I, up two fingers. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sorry, George. Uh, audio two. medium. George, tell me the two pineapples you spotted. I spotted one, um, and I say spotted in quotes, but uh, it is a canon pineapple. But George, tell me where you identified pineapple. Uh, there's just a pineapple hanging out on the reception table. Yep. Uh, and then also they pulled uh, the shirt trick again when he's on the golf course. He's got his little emblem. Is a little pineapple. Hawk. George, you are Same correct. Yeah. You are correct. Okay. I spotted one that you didn't identify, and it's only because I had the subtitles on. There's three? Three pineapples? There's, guys, guys, hold your pants. Wow. My pants. Okay. I'm holding them. Holding because they're about to drop. Um, I Lame. spotted, he actually, when he's talking in Portuguese, he mentions pineapple. <laughs> and I only caught that because of the subtitles. But guys, there was also uh, a pineapple appetizer that Sean takes at one point. What the four pineapples? Four pineapples in this episode. Now they're just getting cocky. It's just ridiculous. It's too many. But yeah, no. George with the two, though, they're both official. Good work, George. It's official. George is back in the lead or still in the lead, but at a more commanding lead. But less commanding the lead that he has over me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Lead that he has over you That's which did not get on this episode way at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> so, and yes. i continue to solidify my power yep that's got to be our most pineapple full episode yeah for sure i wonder right. if that is the most ever <clears throat> let's uh that's gotta let's be. be cognizant of that as we move forward it's the most so far but who's yeah. to say that's yeah. say, four, there's at least 15 more seasons. I think four is the high number per for one episode so far. So let's set that as the bar. If we notice more, yeah. then you know, so be it. But yeah, well, this is the thing that I'm learning is like don't rest when you find one pineapple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. you can't rest can't on rest. your. You keep you on your laurels. toes. Laurels, uh, laurels, there's something there. Something there. There's a joke <laughs> there. That's late. <laughs> let's do. It. Speaking of pineapples. Pineapple rankings? Well, do we have any pee break? I don't have a pee break this week. There's only oh wait, oh I guess we made a we made a joke where we pretended not to know it, but the the title is a permutation of that 1998 <laughs> comedy film. There's something about Mary. Wow, well, it is. Is. the funny thing the thing about that that people don't realize is it is a comedy, but mm-hmm. it's also a film. So true. Picture, you yeah. know, and it's funny too that when I looked at this title i said you know now that's a permutation (laughs) yeah we're just i couldn't think of another word off the top of my head so i'm like i gotta read Uh, this one (laughs) um shows 
Yeah, no, there's no good pee breaks here. They're just kind of like little factoids about the show, which is huh, indicative. Like songs. Another point in my evidence yeah, column. Yep. <laughs> More <laughs> negative points. <laughs> so that brings us to the pineapple rankings. George, why sure don't you does. get why don't you get in there and set that you probably want to uh, mall. Yeah. Yeah, no, I want to be able to wiggle. Yeah. I want to go. Let's yeah, go for it. Um, okay. Uh yeah, like I said, this app is fine. I like Kerry Washington in it. I think that she uh, certainly through sheer manic passion becomes uh, the focal point of the entirety of the episode pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that uh, it does come at the expense of the rest of the episode. You know, I I don't think that it's anything she's doing wrong. I just think that the way that the episode is structured leads to that. And um, the fact that I don't care about the crime happening around her, I mean, that doesn't help. And I will say, I did think it was really interesting, but this was something I was mulling over when I was thinking about this episode. Because I thought it was so interesting that Gus is so attracted to Mira when she is so similar to Sean. And they even have a moment where they bond over the fact that um, she's like, you know, I just do what feels right. He's like, are you kidding? I spent a year with an acting troupe in fucking Cleveland, Ohio, or whatever the fuck <laughs> he says. And um, that, to me, uh, I don't know, says something about what Gus connects with in a like a life partner, whether that is yeah. platonic or not, you know, or what and and what speaks to him as a person. And I think that that um. It's nice that he's so consistent. <laughs> that is nice. Builds his character. Yeah. So, you know, it's fine. There's a couple of good jokes here and there. Sean says, don't call me the suck stopper ever. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yep. Um, five. There's a five pineapples. Five. Right in the middle of the road. Yeah. Um, I will. I'm going to jump in there. I think I, I, I did not like this episode, but I didn't like it's it, it's it's memorable in the sense that Carrie Washington's in it and she's she is great. She's she's great in it. It's weird, though, watching this one back to back with the last one, because they're almost doing a very similar thing where it's a Gus, another Gus backstory episode or Gus lore episode with a strong um, supporting character. And it's just not as great. Because of the, I think the, the the crime isn't there. The crime in the last one was was more interesting. There was more involved. There was more pieces there. This one kind of is just oh, these rich people are these rich people who suck <laughs> are gonna potentially lose some of their wine. Like I, half of it was literally just like the guy didn't show up. Right. He just, it was yeah. like he isn't here, and that's a plot point. Yeah. And it's like oh wait, is he fake? No, he's not fake. And then like it just yeah it. It wasn't great. The story wasn't, or the crime wasn't that good. But it was. It did have some really good dialogue, some some funny moments, but nothing super memorable. And again, especially coming off the heels of the last one, where I think they executed the same kind of thing a lot better. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with six and a half pineapples. I, I I really, I think I, I came into this one with maybe an idea of a higher score than we give it. I still like this episode. I, I, I do recognize what you guys are talking about, but it's one of those episodes that stands out to me because the just the general premise that Gus married a woman 
mm-hmm. on a whim, which is so unlike Gus and therefore like builds more into the Gus character and the Gus mythos. And isn't it exactly like Gus though, for him to go along with this person and just do whatever that they say? Mm-hmm. This is the story of his life going along. I mean, with George, John. George, your insight on this was enough that I was going to go lower. And then you said that. And I'm like, no, I'm kicking it up another half point. Sure like I, I actually. I, I think it's an important episode. I, it, it's, it's and, and, and again, they don't exist in a vacuum. It has to be compared to all the other episodes and, and, and that's going to bring it down. It's, it's not even close to a perfect episode. It's got so many flaws and we've seen so much better, but I, I still, this episode has a special place in my heart and oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Seven. I'm gonna go seven. Seven. I, 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 and, and I really, I came in thinking I would. I, when I when before we started talking about it, I thought I was gonna be real high on on my score on this one. And I, I think seven is a respectable score for mm-hmm. for how I feel about this episode. I really like this one. This is when I'm happy when it comes on. Mm-hmm. That's a still a solid score, though. Seven is still yeah. still a good one. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to change. I also thought of another, another thing where I forgot that I was like kind of grossed out by the, the like medicine, like her going off her meds plot line where they're like, of course, that explains it. She just made it all up because she went off her meds. Yeah. Cause and she's like, oh, and it's, no, and it's also, it's a med that, uh, uh, Claire pointed out as this is what she studies, um, in, in grad school, but she pointed out like, yeah, that's literally a mood stabilizer. Like it's not like, like they jump immediately to oh, and schizophrenics take it, and it's like yeah. Also, all sorts of people who don't have schizophrenia take it. In fact, ninety five percent of the people who take the med don't have schizophrenia. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, go ahead, go and ahead. We see how manic she is the whole time too. So it's not like uh, you wouldn't understand why she would be using it as a mood stabilizer. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um. Anyway, yeah, I'm no, stay no, at a five. All right, stay at a five. Yeah. All right, well, that's it. That's it for this one. Um, George, tell them where they can find Uh-oh, us. I clicked away. What is oh, it? No. It's uh, <laughs> heard about Pluto Pod <laughs> on Gmail. Heard Pluto Pod on Twitter. Yes, send us stuff. Um, we'll read it. I'm crying again. I'm crying again. Unless you send us, he's something. crying. Please stop, George. We don't want to see him cry again. Again, it's you know, George is having a tough night. He's having a, he's having a tough boy. night. He only seems to cry when he's surrounded by electrical equipment. So <laughs> keeps having to pay, pay for new stuff. So just oh, send us. so sad. He's so sad. Look at him, JP. Please try to do something for him. I don't. It's it's, it's George. Really, you're gonna you're you're gonna. It's be those fine. ugly cries too. Where like snot is pouring oh, out God. of his nose. Oh, no, Claire <laughs> Gaines is here. It's God. It's just. It's, oh, it's bad. It's, it's real bad. bad. So George, you cry bad, and you should feel bad. Put a stop to it, and just send us anything. Tell us what you thought about Psych. Tell us what you thought about. We heard about Pluto, and we will read it. But until then, tune in next week for season two, episode 12. We will see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Smooches. Bye.